a survivor buff was kind of like my first like trans awakening. I used to wear it as like a little skirt. That's, wait, so the survivor buff is the little th- thing that has the survivor like insignia? Logo yeah. and like, well, it's like they're constantly blurring. It's like on the show, they're like blurring like if you show like pussy or, or butt crack at all. Do you remember Whereas, when like if I was on the show, like it yeah. would, I, I would be fully blurred <laughs> the, whole, <laughs> the whole season. <laughs> You're like, puked. we'd love to see what Marley yeah. looks like, but we're just going to keep I'd her be, blurred. I'd be like in the final three, like doing my speech, like fully blurred except for my face. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, Nico. Hey, Con. I love you. I love you. No homo. A mm, little bit of homo for me. Just a little? Just a smidge. From two guys who were never part of the boys club, we want to welcome you to ours. Welcome to Boys Club. This is our podcast. About boys. And about other things. Like the clubs. And the things we were a part of. Hockey. And we're not a part of. Bagels. Wait, did you say we were a part of hockey? No, I wasn't. Me neither. Welcome to the club, boys. Grab a bagel. <laughs> Connor's like, what do boys eat? <laughs> My feelings. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, Con. Hi. Um, I want to get into your boys club right away because you're wearing... Too. Okay, but you're wearing a U.S. Open hat. Is that going to be one of your boys clubs? That, that'll be one. <laughs> this hat was free. So and another three. The, it was free and it was on the ground. And now it's mine. Wait, and seriously? Yeah, they were giving out tons of them. So many they couldn't even hold on to all of them. So they were just pouring over. Is it, no, pouring. Somebody didn't buy this, drop this, and then you picked up something for yourself. No, 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 no. No one's paying money for this hat. Also, I thought the hat was bad because I saw other well, people wearing it. Well, it looks like it's a Buick hat. Like, what is that logo? Is that the U.S. Lo- Open logo? Um, no. Okay. This was from kind of a brand ambassador who was probably paid minimum wage. <laughs> it was really fucked up <laughs> to hand out these hats to rich people. Okay. And I thought it was a bad hat because, like, my whole family was wearing it. And then I put it on and I was like, wasn't a hat problem. I was like, <laughs> it's actually a nice hat. It's actually a really good hat. It's about the wearer, not the hat. It's about the wearer. Maybe that's my problem because I can't wear a fucking any hat. We've talked about this. You just haven't found the right genre of hat. Which is small hats. But Jazz. the problem is then sometimes I'll put on a kid's hat and that just looks tiny, tiny, tiny. Yeah, I'm picturing Bad. a little pinwheel. I know, pretty much. That's what I look like. Franklin the turtle. Um, Franklin the turtle. Wait, Okay, so we were talking a little bit off mic before we started about Haley Bieber being there. You were on Haley Bieber was there. You were there at the same time. Yes. And we were in the same space at the same time, and it, mm, the first time, as far as I can tell, but one time she <laughs> might have been at the Oculus at the same time at the Apple Store, but I'm not positive. I can't confirm. Do you think she's going to the Apple Store? Mm, you're right. I Valid. don't know. I just wanted to know. I was like, did you take the seven here? Like, you obviously <laughs> took an SUV. But no, like, for sure they entrance? got dropped off. Because yeah. like I took like my entrance was really it was it was it was middle class chaos. It yeah, was chaos. Yeah, I don't think she's coming through that entrance. Then also Katie Holmes was there and. Um, Okay, actually, it's the end of the story. One thing I do, we were talking a little bit off mic, too, about how this is probably a, a, a rather rich people Republican space, generally uh-huh. speaking, the OU is open. But it does make me excited to know that they all get here, and they're probably like, like so many of these like normal, just like rich people are like, oh, like yeah. they feel so uppity about themselves, and then like they're immediately put in their place. Haley Bieber's there, Justin Bieber's there, Jimmy Butler's there. Yeah. Other celebrities, I'm sure. I know, I know. And I love... So Haley Bieber and Joe, I was thinking about this because they kind of, I feel like, are kind of like us in a way. And I don't mean married. <laughs> I don't mean married. I'm not, you don't mean married. But like, I feel like Haley and just a little bit. Like there's a picture of them of showing us. up, hit her in a, a gorgeous outfit and him <laughs> in Crocs. It wasn't that, that kind of thing. Wait, but I feel, yeah, but you dress better than I do. But I feel like we're kind of like, they're like caricatures of us. Like somehow, <laughs> some way. Like I hear that, yeah. It's kind of like, except for like, my dad's not famous and your dad was around. So like, it's like, but it's similar. It's like, okay, so, totally. And I feel like her nails and yeah. his vibe. We do talk about her nails a lot on the pod. And I and do love him. Yes. I have a joke about him, yeah. I know. And like, I talk about her so much about not liking her that it's almost like, you probably do like her. <laughs> <laughs> like, talk about, she had red nails, first thing I clogged. And like the wave that like. So you did see her or you saw it online afterwards. Um, I saw it on, whether they were on the jumbo, the jumbo tron. Totally. Um, but the next day I watched it on the TV and I kind of like that better because you could see like the emotions of people like right. playing. And that right. was kind of interesting. I know it is interesting like there it's so fun to be at live at a sporting event but it also like yeah you do miss some of the stuff that you would get on TV yeah like there, like the next day I watch Ben Shelton who's a Republican and there's like so how do I know because I looked up who he follows on Instagram Vivek and Candace Owens that's a Republican he's so bad at one point in the debate he just screams there are two genders no one asked about it oh he Christ. just said there are two genders and like no one even asked like no one even asked like no one even asked <laughs> like wasn't in response to a question that had to do with that I'm glad that you're keeping so up to date on the debates because you are my political correspondent I sometimes I feel too neutral like healthy and then I'm like I want to get mad and then I like put the debate totally on. it's really bad like it's um Nikki Haley's really bad and not because she I I, I it's sad that it's like, here's 12 men and one woman, and you're like really zeroing in on the one woman. But I feel like I have a lot of friends 
reasons air quotes were used that are like obsessed with Nikki Haley because mm. she's pretty. The solid girl girls. Um, girls I went to college with. Yeah. Are, like, Who are still Republicans. One that just got baptized. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. Okay. One that got baptized is like a country singer who was really nice, and we like worked together on this organization where we raised money for sick kids. But she's also just got baptized in like Snicky Haley. I don't know what to tell you. People are living different lives than you and me. I need to show you the pictures of them putting her underwater. I need to show you the pictures <laughs> of them putting her underwater. <laughs> yes, please. You need to see the woman me. kissing her on the forehead after they put her underwater. Wait, this has to this has to um, do with the TV show I'm watching right now, which is The Righteous Gemstones, where they are baptizing people because that's kind of what the show's about. <laughs> Wait, also relating to Haley Bieber in Hillsong and Justin Bieber in Hillsong. Yeah. Because you got, did you watch <laughs> what we were talking about in the post? I didn't finish it. Is Hillsong the one with the guy from Survivor? Yes. I didn't finish the documentary either. I feel like, okay. So what I'm hearing is the documentary. Maybe was They're making a lot better. of documentaries these days. And I, we're not, I feel like we're not seeing as many like good docs. You said good topics, bad documentaries. I know. Same thing that about the Johnny like Manziel documentary. documentaries. Well, it just seems like they're being cheaply made. And I don't know how expensive it is to make a documentary because I don't know if they have to pay people to be on those. Feels like on the one hand, maybe they should pay people for their appearances, but also journalistic integrity. Feels like they shouldn't pay people. I don't know. Either way, I have not. Be- I haven't seen a documentary in a while. <laughs> that last thing really threw me for a loop. Journalistic integrity. <laughs> I, I didn't expect us to go. Well, ahead. I just feel like I haven't seen a documentary in a while that I've been super excited by the production quality. I'll say that. Call um, to action to the documentarians I'm gonna, I'm gonna out there. What you're saying, Kim Kanye. It wasn't good though. Okay, I agree with you. It was like, but it was fascinating. We did both watch. The, okay, there was a Kim. There's a Kim versus Kanye double part peacock. It doc. took me <laughs> a year to watch The Office after you told me to, and it took me that night to watch <laughs> Kim and Kanye. You said Kim and Kanye up. I'm not like, saying that the content and the and the stories aren't compelling. Okay, like, we're come looking, on. Okay, we're looking right now at a photo of a woman being baptized, and she's in a fully submerged in a t-shirt, <laughs> and a, an older woman is kissing her on the forehead. Wait, should <laughs> I guess? And there's a video. Oh, man. And wait, and you see her holding her nose to go under. And she's being pushed under. Oh, <laughs> ah, she's down. She's up. It's crazy. It only takes one second to I be mean, baptized. It's, it's, a quick, it's a quick rewash in Christ, I guess. It takes guess. one second to get soaked and one second to get baptized. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, oh, that's Kim versus Kanye documentary. I agree that I think they're picking fun, compelling stories to tell. But it's like... It was like so like surface level, and they didn't really in- interview anybody because I don't think the Kardashians are letting people who actually know stuff be interviewed for these things. Well, well, my, one thing I thought was, you're right, but also if they were in, well, God, that's a hard, because yes, you're totally right, and if they did have someone's friend on, I'd be like, well, this is a crazy person, because they're not going to have a real person. Anyone that's talking on a documentary right. and is either like so close to the center, and this is coming from yeah. them, or is so far removed, and it's like, you're a, you're a fame whore. <laughs> yes well, people will say you're a fame whore well so the main guy that they interviewed on that kim versus kanye doc is like a guy who used to work with them as like one of their early like kind of pr people who was like getting them into things and stuff and i think he worked with them in their early e-network days and they have since kind of distanced themselves because they have grown beyond i think what he yeah brings to the table but he's always in every documentary i've seen recently about the kardashians he's in the mix and he's like really kind of Promoting himself as the I person who, quote, gross. got them famous. And that's like, could not. I'm like, this man wants this too badly. There's no way he's bringing anything of worth to the table if he's out here, like, on these documentaries. That's my. Yeah, no, I completely agree. Okay, but, you're right. I, I actually, what I said about that documentary earlier, I changed my mind. And <laughs> I'm. And I can. I agree that I was compelled. I was interesting, but I didn't feel like they brought anything. I'm also like really deep in the Kardashians in terms of like learning about them. So maybe I'm just like seeing that a lot of the same information. So it's not interesting to me. Yeah, I think also maybe it was made for like a light fan, and you are a super fan <laughs> of the Kardashians. <laughs> that's true. Maybe that's the problem. Maybe that is. You've the problem. seen all of their work. I've Actually, seen a lot of their work. You didn't ever watch the original show. I'm going back and rewatching it now. Oh my god! Yeah. Wait, like oh seven? Like, like in the ranch? House? You know. You know that the original episode aired on my birthday, 2007. The day you were born. My 10th birthday. <laughs> oh, my God. 10th birthday, October 14, 2007. I'm going into, what, fifth grade? I remember staying home and just, like, watching that show. That and Mari. On that day? No. You didn't see the premiere? I don't think I saw the premiere. Yeah. They used to just play it all day long. Just all, all day long. Mm-hmm. All day long. Just all day long. All day long. Um, do I have a voice come for this week? Um... I do. Wait, I have it written down somewhere. Mm. Oh, okay. It's people who know how to get drugs in other countries. <laughs> Not me. Don't know. If, le- if weed wasn't legal in 
like New York. I don't even know how I would get it. Now. Wait, it would be like through friends, presumably. Any, you any. mean from other countries or when they're on vacation? Like on vacation. A totally different story. Or even a different state. Like even if I went to my home state of Georgia, where weed is not legal, I wouldn't know how to procure it there. I've never been the person who knows how to. I've always been like such a goody two shoes about that kind of stuff. And it's like I think now I would just get it from a friend who like knows how to get it, but I would never know. I would Someone. never know. No, I would never know either. I'm I, outing myself as a damn dweeb on the pod, but that that is my truth. Would you have a fake ID? Never. Never either. I always knew I looked too young. It wouldn't it wouldn't pass. I know. I was just like not having that. I also like my school, like my college was like not, we were, it was all frat parties. So it was like nobody even, it was like not until my senior year that the downtown area was even like kind of somewhere people were interested in going. Yeah. So it didn't matter. Yeah. No, I was like never doing illegal activity except for the normal stuff. Well, Except for, the, except, really for, except for the up. normal stuff of of going to jail that one time. Yeah, <laughs> that's valid. Um, yeah, Elon was the same. We didn't need a. They didn't. We didn't need an ID to get rejected from Kappa Alpha. Yeah, that's fair. The door. <laughs> we didn't. Need, we just needed our. Uh, Did I ever tell you I fought the doorman? I said this. I is believe racist. it. Kappa Alpha order is racist. For we sure. know this, right? Yes. It's racist. It's like historically, I mean, I think a lot of them probably are, but it's like the worst offender, which is saying a lot. If freshman you're the year, most racist fraternity, that's bad. Yeah. Freshman year, like not to, I don't want to crown, but I just, white savior, <laughs> sorry already. <laughs> I'm the Hillary Swank of the pod. <laughs> Wait, but you called them out for something. Do you know that I went to like, I went to the administration. I was like, Guys, that's good. Like a racist fraternity. The way you said, I mean, I okay. Like, there's literally like a racist fraternity. I think that's crazy. Like I said that to the dean as if I was like helping. Also, how did she have time on her calendar? Whatever. And <laughs> and then she's like, oh, we really can't do anything about it. And I was like, I'm just confident that you can. I, well, I just feel like there's like that's one of the big problems with fraternities is that they have like this un- unlimited alumni network of powerful men, and it's like Ugh. the person who's running like the Greek life, you know, who's currently holding the Greek life position is not going to be able to like. Take totally. down because you'll have a million. It's like I mean, one of the bazillion problems with fraternities, but like they're un- kind of untouchable because they have these rich alumni networks with who knows uh, these men that just like live on a golf course and yeah. they have these little carrot wieners and they exactly it's a Lindsay fucking Graham. Take them down. <laughs> I hate that. <laughs> um, wait, it's like Whistle City today. <laughs> I feel like we've been kind of like letting people slide lately, and we're blowing the whistle again. Um, all right, should we bring our guest in? We have to. Okay, boys, our guest this week is a new friend of ours. We're so excited to have her here. She recently moved in town from LA. She's an amazing comedian. She was on our last live show. <laughs> boys, please welcome the incredible Marley Goderer. Hey, boy. Welcome. I love the words new friend is so like Ingrid goes away. <laughs> it's like <laughs> a new friend that we have. People have been saying that like a lot. Like every <laughs> show I've done, they're like, new friend, like new friend. And I'm like, that's great. Like, You're I'm making an impact. Uh, yeah, I guess so. Yeah. yeah. Do you ever I mean, hear I feel it and like think, no. Like we're not friends. You're ahead of yourself. <laughs> yeah. um, why don't you just like call me a friend? Yeah. Totally. I don't I like when is it but I guess maybe new maybe I it's fun to be the new girl yeah maybe well, it's a way of disowning you in case you say something crazy. <laughs> <laughs> it's like new friend yeah we were friends for like four months like when she just moved here and then like she said that thing that we all saw on Twitter we remember the scandal yeah, yeah. <laughs> well I feel like it's all I mean like I don't know every once in a while it seems like there's somebody like somewhat new in the comedy scene and especially if they're very talented and very funny as you are that it's like you've made a splash you're the new friend yeah Thank you. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So have you? We were talking a little off pod about the U.S. Open. You are maybe interested in going. Yeah, I would like to go. We'd all go. Yeah, like we should go because the yeah. tickets are too much. I was like really posting. I was like tagging every like sponsor. I was like googling the sponsors. Like, it was like <laughs> I don't know Amex, like everything. And I was okay. Tagging the sponsors them in, like, are like J.P. Morgan, Deloitte, Chubb, whatever the fuck that is. I actually noted like noticed the sponsors are all these like Lindsey Graham sponsors. Yeah. Are they all like like businessy? Like boys. I mean, I guess it kind of fits the vibe of the US Open. Aperol was a sponsor. Okay, Aperol. Get in there. <laughs> a lot of cars. Who goes to the US Open sees a car ad and is like that's maybe people do that. It actually is a thing. What? Maybe like they're Lexus? like, I shouldn't have taken the damn seven train here. I'm getting a car <laughs> home. <laughs> They're like, I'm getting a Cadillac. <laughs> I saw the Cadillac booth. I'm I getting think a that's what's on your head. Cadillac oh, has a Cadillac. whole, they have yeah. a whole booth, a whole bar. That's what Haley must have taken. Her Cadillac. She's in the yeah. caddy, no doubt. Um, I know it's a bummer. I mean, this goes for all sports, but I feel like tennis is kind of peeking through where there's, especially like on the women's side, there's a lot of like n- women of color. Obviously, Serena is the biggest, one of the biggest names in tennis. And then also Coco is like making her name. Serena, and Coco Sloan. Yeah, there's lots. Of, and it, it feels like, but it's still this like weird, like, 
I don't know, very uh, like rich white people space. Tommy Paul, like the the, the, um, the fans, like very much that is the environment. And then I don't know, it's just always like they're fighting for themselves and like just, and then the fans are always so heinous towards them. It seems. Yeah, they're how do you say racist? Yeah, <laughs> how and do you so say? So are the uh, umpires. Yeah. Do you know who Tommy Paul is, and is his girlfriend good or bad? I don't know who that is, and I'm gonna have to say bad. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of agree. Is she the blonde one? Yes. We can't. Oh wait, was we he on the Netflix thing? I'm sure he was. Have you seen the Netflix thing, either of you? No. Is this about the U.S. Open? Yeah, it's a documentary. It's a docu series, which I kind of love, and it's just basically like the season before, and they like follow oh, certain cool. players, and that's the only way I know like the new players. Was I love Trumpy? a sports doc. What was he, Trumpy? Um. They were, I mean, they're all sexy to me, so I don't really know. <laughs> That's fair. You, ben Shelton is hot, but he's Trumpy. Uh, Maybe he's not Trumpy. Blake Shelton? We, I thought the whole time, Ben Shelton, who's that? Oh, Ben Shelton. Shelton. <laughs> not Trumpy. I didn't mean Trumpy. But, I but also Blake. Part. But Candace Owens. Blake uh, Shelton is so sexy. <laughs> when he turns around on the voice chair. And he says, hey. <laughs> hey, y'all. Hi. Hi. Is that show still on television? I'm probably. Do you watch Survivor? Full I new do. judges. Yeah, I was going to say, like, I mean, that's definitely a boys club that I'm a part of. Survivor. Oh, yeah. Survivor. Yes. You're a Michelle that. stan. <laughs> um, I like Michelle fine. I okay, don't think I'm we need Michelle. I like her fine. She's mm, on a I'm taking offense to that. <laughs> Wait, I'll love Michelle. I love Michelle. <laughs> He's the most easily swayed. Wait, I want to know, okay, who is Michelle? And and I would love you to make she your case. She was on, um, well, it's like, do I want to spoil? Like, no okay, spoil. Fair. Okay, spoil. Spoiler oh alert if you haven't watched yeah. the 16th uh, season. Bron Beauty, brains, brawn, whatever that is. Okay. And she she's just like one of those winners that people Wait, are no, like, I like don't this. think you should win. Which is where they divided by beauty, brains, and brawn. So one right. tribe was hot. One, you're like, no, I've read No, I understand. Time. You're like, I'm actually literate. <laughs> and like, Let me mansplain this to you really quick. So beauty is kind of like <laughs> physical beauty, like how it's like you present to the world. Of course, of course. Um, but she was on that season. She was on that season. And she was like not... She was like set up for no success, basically. Like she was like she just like used. It's like there is like this like like people downplay like women like because they're like oh yeah. all you have is your like social game or you just kind of like you're not a contestant through, and then it's yeah. like you somehow pop out at the end yeah. and then it's like we actually hate the other people so you're the one who wins. Mm. But I think it's so much more than that with and, Michelle. Yeah, and I'm like, winners at war. Where was she? The final three. Wait, that man won, Tony. <laughs> yeah, who I was like, Michelle didn't get one vote. Yeah. And she was like, I was playing from the bottom the whole time. And like, wow. I did the same thing. Nobody Ugh. believed I should be, should have been in the final three in my first season and won. And here I am again. Wow. I'm going to say something. Okay, too. justice for I Michelle. Also. Justice for Michelle. Well, when I talk about Survivor, <laughs> that's Parvati in 20. Don't you yeah. think? She's like, I got here. No one would work with me except for, except for Russell. And then she, <laughs> I mean, she should have won. Although I'm a Sandra Stan, of course. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But and the queen of all, who's now gracing our television screens again, Sari. Woo! I'm watching. She's Are on the. Watching? So there's a Big current brother. season happening. No, no she's, she's on, on Big, Big brother. brother. Oh, she jumped ship. She chose a new, a new and one. She's with a nurse, her son. but we Whoa. love her. She's playing with workers. her son, and nobody knows except for this one butch lesbian. <laughs> Wait. So explain to me really quick what the Big Brother. I'm so it's uh, my like first season watching. It's, it's so like, bad. Is it's it, just because Suri or because the writers? Because of Suri. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm watching because of the, the strike. We're all right. watching yeah. Big Brother. Yeah. Wait. Okay. So is Big Brother? What's it? What's the? How do you it's play? Survivor in a house with with kind of more dumb things happening. So there's challenges, and you're so trying the to challenges that are so uninteresting yeah. and so like campy. It's like, but the. The cool thing is, which I didn't realize, is like you can tune in. We could tune in right now. There's four split screens, and you can just watch them 24-7. It's oh Big Brother. It's like my cameras God. are all in the house, and it's like, yeah, it's pretty insane, what but I just skipped to the, the game. And people are naked sometimes. It's on 24-7. So you can Google fucking. Big Brother naked. Okay, and there's I, a kissing. Okay, they stuff, are yeah. trying to bring sex back to reality television, I think, because yeah. I've been watching Temptation Island. Have you guys seen this, either of you? Okay, boys at home, I'll explain really quick. So Temptation Island is a show where they take four heterosexual couples, and, they s and they're on the brink of... Can you even imagine? Can I know. Can you even think of four headers? Well, they're going to show you kind of the best that we've got. Um, and they, I they, can and I've looked all of them. So they take four headers, actual covers that are on the brink of, of breaking up. Sometimes, like the most recent season, a lot of them were like 
one of the partners has cheated in the past and they're kind of trying to test if this person is now faithful like a couple years later. So they split the couples up, all the men in one house, all the women in the other, and then they bring 12 singles of the opposite sex who are looking for love into the villa. So it's like the four main guys who are in a relationship have 12 single the way women. The blue past looking for love because I feel like that is such a, a air quote statement or kind of like a... Are the, what is that why they're there? Yeah, what why are you? What do they always say? They're like, like, oh, you're here for the right reasons. Yeah, yeah. And like yeah. their chance of finding love is so low because you're in a house with four of the person you're into, and then thirteen other people. Yeah, that are also like, and the guys that they're there are like kind of in a relationship. Maybe not. Like it's not even clear. Like most of them are like ha- by the end of the episodes. Like by the end of the season, they're like, well, somebody near here needs to get laid because we've all been in this house like yeah. wanting mm-hmm. to, and nobody is. So anyway, they split them up, and then they show them. So then they'll like take they go on dates and things like that and then they show their partner in the opposite villa video footage of their partner and like if they're acting up and doing whatever (sighs) and there's been a lot especially in the second season there is a lot of cheating and a lot of like and they're really showing those like (laughs) it's like black and white cameras that are like in the bed like Mm -hmm. and it's just like just like little clips of it and it's like just cuts out just before something's about to happen and it's like crazy anyway can't recommend it enough i don't like this oh but it's like just straight couples being fucking insane. Okay, I'll, watch I'll watch it, it when it. there's like this, the gay season. Well, so somebody told season. me that one of the seasons that two of the girls in the house that are like the singles like get together. I'm sure. Which I that like I'm there most, for. Most of that is, ha- I feel like in every reality show that of is happening. Course. Like they just kind of have to cut it out. Here's yeah. how Parvati should come out. So they should do, I've wanted this for years. They should do Survivor and they should know how they did like bronze brains. Boo, eh. <laughs> they should do Survivor queer versus like trump and then it's like <laughs> one oh wait <laughs> gotta do gay versus straight how have they not done that yeah, yet? they've never done it but what? I, I know and then and then you just know that she's on it and you don't know what tribe she's on and then like and then they like announce the cast and then like out she of a comes palm in tree. from the yeah helicopter she's, or something <laughs> she's like oh my god like uh and she's like love is love <laughs> she's like in like a full like rainbow outfit and then nick wilson is standing there do you know who nick wilson is is that the blue eye guy? Nick Wilson is a is a legislator. Oh. Are they all legislators? If they do anything <laughs> so related to it, they're all is legislator pretty loose term? I guess He's so. a ledge. He's a ledge. <laughs> I have a picture to show you. Wait. Wait, he this was is a somebody survivor on Survivor. Candidate. This is sur- he was oh, on Survivor. The, the he lawyer. Survivor. He's a small town lawyer. Yeah, of course. Of course. The blue-eyed guy. And now he's a small town. <laughs> Wait, look. I love you the details that each of you were picking up from him. He was Wait, handsome. Should I read but this? Short. Wait, wait, what am I? Wait, five two is okay. <laughs> he was five two. And wait, that's, Parf, that's you five, We can agree five two fo- is short, but justice for short fellow, men. Justice. <laughs> Should I read this, please? Okay, Parv, you follow fellow Survivor alum Nick Wilson, who voted to pass anti-trans legis- legislation SB one fifty in the Kentucky House of Representatives. It, it, if that's not bad enough, it was done under shady circumstances at the eleventh hour during the surprise House Education Committee meeting. That was called during the house's lunch break. C-SPAN. So I can't read all of this, but I hear, see trans youth, gender dysphoria, puberty blockers, Classics. hormone therapy, you know. Running the gamut. All of them. And then what is her response? She says. She says, thank you for bringing this to my attention. Unfollowed. <laughs> <laughs> She's yes, a girl. queen. Ally queen. Love that. Love that. Yeah. And they were on Survivor Winners at War together. They were. Wow. Okay. I never so liked him. you guys, you're both making a case for me to, to. I mean, I've been wanting. To, I know you've been singing so good. about Survivor forever. It got me through life. Actually, I started <laughs> watching when I was six years old. <laughs> wow. But what's a boys club that you are not a part of? Well, I was thinking of Shakespeare because I know you're talking about theater. I don't know if somebody has said that. On no. This pod yet. No, we no, have no one. Just because well, no I grew read. up. Yeah, nobody's right. Well, because <laughs> I grew up and it was like I grew up small small town public school and they would always do like Shakespeare because there was like a Shakespeare and company like mm-hmm. a Shakespeare theater place where I grew up and so it was like Shakespeare 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 and I'm sorry like I'm never gonna understand that <laughs> like I'm never gonna understand a word that <laughs> you're saying and more so like I hate when it's like they're trying to like make it relevant you know it's like they're trying to make the Shakespeare yeah. about like I don't but know, white nationalists or like the, yeah, the, like <laughs> the middle, like conflict yeah. in the Middle East. It's like, write a new play. Totally. Write a new play. Well, some, some of you should write a new play, but <laughs> it definitely, I just will never understand how many props you have. Like, I, I won't get the story. Were you never ever. in it? I was in, in middle school, I was in a Shakespeare elementary school i was in a shakespeare play but i was the narrator so i was speaking in english totally not iambic wait they added a narrator 
Yeah. Well, you gotta. Who well, knows what's going on? Exactly. Other Wait, they in elementary added, school. You mean the people? I wrote the part. <laughs> Wait, they well, added I was like, I actually have no guys. fucking idea what's <laughs> happening right now. But these two are on stage again. Yeah, no. <laughs> Wait, that's, were the people on stage doing normal Shakespeare? Yeah. Wait. Well, it was actually outside. Shakespeare in the park. It was Shakespeare uh, in the park, but Shakespeare at. Um, Sinai Academy of the Berkshires Jewish Day School. <laughs> I love that night. they're like, I love that they're like, oh, let's do Shakespeare in the Park because that's accessible and anybody can come see it. We're breaking down the barriers of Shakespeare. And it's like, the barrier is what, it doesn't make any sense. Like, you can do it anywhere and it doesn't make, and it's hard to read. Like, I, I also, I, w- I was an English major in school. We read so much Shakespeare and I was like, this year, I'm going to know what it says. <laughs> I've read Hamlet seven times. I'm going to, under- just over my head, can't read Nothing. it, cannot get Nothing. my teeth in there. One time my friend, I was like at Williamstown Theater Festival. My good friend, there was like a kind of, they had like some Broadway person come and, and teach us about Shakespeare. And she sat down with me and like literally one line, helped me with one line. And it blew my fucking mind. I was like, <laughs> wait what like just <laughs> understanding Shakespeare and and I'm not never gonna have the energy to do that again no and like if I have a friend who's in a play I'll see it but that's probably it <laughs> we're not gonna know what's happening that's for sure I was in 12th night when I was 17 and I who were you you look traumatized I was too Corsino oh that's right Channing Tatum big role Channing Tatum from huge role you play Channing Tatum she's the man yeah, and at the end, classic film. The director, mm-hmm. who would always wear movement clothes, <laughs> and even though it, there was no choreography, <laughs> and she was like, "I love that you chose to play this character gay." And then I was like, "I know I can't run from this anymore. <laughs> <laughs> it's no time choice. to come out." <laughs> yeah, I love the uh, the the affect you're putting on in your voice. <laughs> <laughs> um, did you read a lot of? Shakespeare in college, though? I took one Shakespeare class. Yeah, they always make you do that. That's yeah. like Shakespeare-specific, and I just like never... I never knew what was I happening. I was a theater major. I never read it once. <sighs> I'd Maybe they maybe asked me to, but I took a stand. Where'd you go to school? We can cut it, if you want us to. Um, yeah, I'm like, it's kind of a slur. Wait. I went to Wesleyan. <laughs> oh, cool. Wait, that's an incredible school. I just yeah, looked it up. Amazing. 19% acceptance rate. Yeah, no, I'm a genius. I just Googled you. it. Yeah, you just you just Googled I it? I just Google it. What you, it's like it's you're a like a 16-year-old <laughs> being like, okay, so what's the acceptance rate? He's, He's been college. obsessed ever since he figured out Elon's jumped <laughs> 78%. up. 78%. Yeah. <laughs> they should pay me to go there. Well, it's actually interesting. Like when I got there, it was like the, the fall that I got there was when Hamilton came out and Lin-Manuel Miranda went famously ah. to Wesleyan. And so there was like a, the next year after that, there was an influx of like, I am a theater kid. I am yeah. a theater kid. I am a theater kid. And so it was very, very interesting. Yeah, the way it like changed after that. That's interesting. Yeah, it changed. And I was like, okay, so I'm going to be this major, but I'm not going to take part in it. Let's just all. hope that you can put Elon on the map someday. <laughs> that can be your, you can make it that so it's like a way harder place to get into because everybody's going to want to be a <laughs> triple minor, <laughs> double major like you were. I Wait, don't attribute anything that <laughs> I triple have in my minor. Life to Elon. I did. I double majored and I double minored because I have anxiety. <laughs> were you triple majored or you triple minor? I double majored. Oh, and double. double minor. I guess I I over oh. I over I added an extra minor for you. I didn't no, mean that's to. That's um, a figure of a, a hyperbole. It's a, it's a writer's <laughs> tool. It's in the writer's toolbox. It's in Shakespeare's toolbox. Even it's funny though. Every time I've like been explained the Shakespeare plots and and anytime somebody explains like the humor in it and stuff, I'm like, oh, this actually is obviously it's really good and it's like it's very funny and like the stories are compelling. But I'm like, but I have. No, I, I can't get myself to get there unless somebody has broken this down in modern English for me. Yeah. And even then, I'm like, yeah, unless it's, like, so modernized and it's in regular English. Like, I just won't know and I won't yeah. care. Even breaking it down, I'm like, that's not that funny. <laughs> that's not funny. <laughs> like, write a new play. Yeah. Like, we have, all like, I don't know. Write a new play. Hit do they do the regular plays in Shakespeare in the Park? Or is it just Shakespeare? I think it's, I just, think it's Shakespeare. just Shakespeare. I think they're sticking to the original. Boring. <laughs> How many did he even write? What do we do? We know the answer to that. Hundred seventy-eight. Uh, Seventy. Yeah. No. Oh. <laughs> I, when I, I taught English one. No time facts on this pod. To high school students. One time and for one year and one full year for one lucky group of students <laughs> and summer school, <laughs> and we did Romeo and Juliet. And I showed them Baz Luhrmann, Baz Luhrmann. I showed them the Claire Danes movie. I showed of them course. Claire Danes is Romeo and Juliet. Of course. <laughs> that took about two months to watch. But it's brutal. <laughs> that one was about, they're like, let's make Romeo and Juliet about like gang violence. I guess. In Miami, right? Not LA. Oh, maybe it is LA. I think it's LA. 
You saw one palm tree. <laughs> like it must be I said Miami. that's got to be the East Coast. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's th- – I'm trying to think of other – I mean, they have She's the Man, which is, like, kind of an ad- – see, I think those can be fun when it's, like, hi- it's like mm-hmm. such a loose adaptation, and it's, like, they just kind of took the character names yeah. and they, like – Well – And that was good because it was trans representation. Yes. Our kind of earliest yeah. – shout out Amanda Bynes. Mm-hmm. I love that movie. And yeah. it's kind of, for us, yeah. soccer. Yeah, yeah. Where it's like that's actually really important. It's trans representation in soccer. Yes, which is huge. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I that was like my f- like favorite movie when I was a kid, like forever, and I was like so obsessed with it. I'm like, I wonder why I love this so much. It's got all my favorite <laughs> interests. <laughs> really speaking to me. Wait, jeez, <laughs> the man. man? Did you you watch can do it? that and still play soccer. That's crazy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Did you watch Sydney White? I never saw Sydney White, but uh. I know that's in another Amanda Bynes film in the before uh, you know back when she was <laughs> making films. Shout we wish her girl. well. We wish her well. Shout out to our girl. Um, but Shakespeare, yeah. I, I never was in a Shakespeare play. I don't know that I'd be able to memorize the lines. <laughs> no. If I can't read it, I definitely can't remember You just it. won't know what they mean. And like, but it's kind of like you just talk with peaks and valleys. As someone who's Duke Ursino, you, know, <laughs> you just kind of talk with peaks and valleys in your voice. <laughs> and then people are like, oh, he's a little story. <laughs> <laughs> and his story is that he's got a secret. <laughs> and I remember I had my, like a lot of unbut- like buttons were undone. And I was like 17 and just like and it was like there was a couch I was like lying on and I was like the pretty boy it was really fun well there is something definitely like horny well obviously horny about theater but like Shakespeare it's like because everyone's like every play I've seen they're spitting you know yeah. like there's enunciating so freaking hard that the spit is coming out of their yeah. mouth it's like there's fluids like there's like yeah, yeah we're like saying we're saying things with a lot of feeling at each other <laughs> yeah. and we're wearing like i don't know puffy little things little with outfits. our three chest hairs out <laughs> hey. it seems well, like i meant when you were what 17 <laughs> actually i had the same amount when i said oh i just had like you've been plateauing <laughs> yeah Speaking of which, my hair got really, I noticed this morning, it's like really gray up top, which is fine. Is that why you're wearing a hat? No, but like, it's like really gray up top. Like, and it is also like wiry. Like the hair is different than it used to look. And like, do you think it has anything to do with the products you're putting in? Do you think so? I don't know. We'll get to reach out to Sam. Reach out to Sam. Who's Sam? Our doctor? No. Also, (laughs) our hair correspondent. The texture of your, like the texture of your hair changes like every some something years i think it's like eight but that seems like too little but maybe like three times throughout your life like the texture changes oh, my saturn like return like, yeah, is coming up what oh. are you doing in february what am i doing in it's february saturn return um maybe uh, i have no plans yet. wait maybe how is that your LA. saturn return that's not when your birthday is mm, saturn return is when saturn is in, i hate that i know this saturn return no. is when saturn is in the same place that it was when you were born oh so for me that'll be like february into march is my saturn return so like Look out! Big things coming. <laughs> what do you want? What do you want to do with me in February? I just want everyone to like, kind of like, put some time on the calendar to know to, oh. to look, <laughs> to see what I'm up to. Month. I'll put the whole month. Put some time on the calendar. Just text, text Connor me. every day in February and just say, yeah, ask him how his return is going, and yeah. then I'll text you from the road. <laughs> okay, but back to Shakespeare. Here's the thing: I was saying that we should go to the Bible to find because I, as someone who can never finish a screenplay, I was like, we should just go to the Bible and figure out what stories are in there, and then do modern retellings like that. There's got to be a Shakespeare thing that would be interesting to us to redo, to retell. For sure, but I feel like that's something that's been done like a lot. But I think I, I think you're, you're right. right to to go to like the. I was I, actually going to so many I, stories during you know? COVID. I was started writing um, a retelling of Abraham and Isaac. Oh, cool! Mm-hmm. Like the, the sacrifice, like when Abraham takes Isaac up to the mountain because God's like, "Kill your child Ooh, for me, right? Kill your kid, right?" And then Abraham brings Isaac up, is about to fucking murder (laughs) his child. (laughs) And then God's like, no, you're faithful to me. Kill this whatever ram instead. I don't like that God's being toxic in that story. That's I mean, old. God that's Old Testament kind of, God. Yeah, that's, that's very God. toxic. Is New Testament God not toxic? Well, not that it's not toxic, but I think Old Testament God is very like Here's fire a, and brimstone. That was like kind of the vibe. It was like a lot more like harsh, and then like Here's New Testament's not I as much. For you. But obviously, then when we get into the Jesus of it all, like obviously that's got its own host of issues. But I think that was like the vibe was like Old Testament God when they like teach it in like religious studies is like more like there will be consequences. And but when I don't you say know. Old Testament, you mean the Torah. Well, I don't know if it's the same. Is it the same? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Verbatim, it's the same, or are there any changes? Well, I'm sure there's different translations. For sure. I'm sure Christian people, uh, no offense, like I'm sure there's definitely different translation. Mm-hmm. No, if actually, offense. <laughs> <laughs> um, offense. Offense. Wait, to all who are listening. No. 
Did you ever see The Notebook? I've seen The Notebook. Do you remember when Ryan Gosling, after they get back together seven years later, and then she, he, she's like leaving, and she just says, doesn't know what she wants, and she's going to see James Marsden at the hotel. And then this reminds me of what we just said. He's like, is this some kind of test that I didn't pass? <laughs> and then I think about it all the time. <laughs> and, all and that's the Abraham's vibe. Abraham's that's vibe with Bible. God. Is yeah. this some kind of test that I didn't pass? But mm. anyway, I felt like that in the New Testament, or the Old Testament was a lot of like challenges of that kind where God was like testing, and then they were like sending Sodom the floods, and, like and lots of like that kind of stuff versus like the New Testament, at least in the Christian Bible, is more about like Jesus and it has less to do with like God's relationship. I don't know. That's all I remember from my my um, religious studies classes in high school, but probably didn't read those too closely either. <laughs> um, okay, wait, we should we should keep moving so that we... What is a boys club that you're not a part of? <laughs> that I'm not a part of. Oh, wait, no, of. we already did that one. We What's did a boys that one. Club I, mean, I, have a a lot. I, I wrote like maybe 20 things down. Oh, huge. Um, Create from abundance. <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. Which one? What am I a part of? Okay, love um, the way you said. You're like, have you reconsidered these questions? <laughs> wait, what am I a part of? You really want to ask me that right now? You so we asked me that on your podcast. <laughs> we've at least touched on Survivor, I would say, to conservatively put it. We've but I don't want to make that your whole personality <laughs> that I'm not a part. I forced that. So upon one you. that I'm not a part. Uh, wait, that I am a part of. Okay, so <laughs> no, one they that are I am confusing. a part of. Um, I'm a part of. Oh yeah, so I'm a part of raw dog, raw dog neurodivergence, what which is, is basically it's just like neurodivergent people who are like not on any medication. Yes, and so, so it's like people who are like. You know, it's like, I know I got something that's up there, whether that's like I am diagnosed or Mm self-diagnosed. And maybe I was like on medication before and like it like did whatever sedated me, mine. Or like I choose not to be. And so it's like, oh, I'm just like fully raw dogging life right now. And being absolutely insane. Like feeling absolutely crazy. So, and I think there's like some of my friends where I'm like, and definitely comedians. There's a lot of comedians. Totally. A lot of trans comedians, too. That are, <laughs> I mean, all, all trans people are on the, the spectrum, for sure, in my personal <laughs> opinion. In my um, dad's a dentist personal opinion. <laughs> doctor professional opinion. Um, I think so, too. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck did you just say? What did the fuck did you Connor say about trans canceled people? canceled on Boys Club Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> when you said it, introduced it at first, I was like, oh, I'm going to learn about a new one. Raw dog. <laughs> a new thing that can be wrong with me. But no. <laughs> I feel like, I feel like, well, I don't think you have any neurodivergence. I well, feel I like don't I'm know. also raw dog I mean, neuro. I definitely think that there, I go back and forth all the time about, like, I think medication is one of those things that, like, I feel like a lot of people have probably thought about. And it's like, I've never, I haven't been on one before. I don't know. Do you know. have an anxiety disorder? I mean, not diagnosed. I mean, I definitely have some anxiety. I feel like anxiety and depression are probably a spectrum for most people. And totally, I, I fall totally. somewhere on there. And I definitely feel like I'm at a place where I can mostly manage it with, like, non-medical mm-hmm. intervention. But I also do think weed. they're... We, well, of course, we. Yeah. I mean, that's my medical intervention. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was just literally, literally, like, yesterday, Ooh, I was, like, walking I around. Quit, kind of. Yeah, I know. I go back and forth on whether or not I need to step back. But the other day, I was walking around, and I was like, damn, when I'm uh, when I'm high on this, I'm not thinking about all the, th- like, I, it really does silence mm-hmm. a part of my brain that I am now, re- I'm like, oh, fuck, that is louder than I mm-hmm. thought it was. Like, Screaming. Yeah, I think sometimes I'm like, oh, I'm I'm just doing this, doing this, doing this. And then I have, like, realized recently, especially talking to my sister, because I obviously we probably have a lot of the similar chemicals happening to some degree. And we were both like, oh, right. Like, I guess there is like a lot more going on up here than I like gave it credit for. I just like thought this was normal because I've been told it was, but maybe it's not. So the thing is like, like weed actually like makes my ADHD like so much worse. Like yeah. I would be like, blah, 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 blah. like, oh, I honestly should smoke right now. It would make this <laughs> 10 times more interesting. <laughs> like I would be like, I mean, I did the, I was at my friend's cabin yesterday and like, I went to get my camp, my film camera. Like I just took one puff of weed for like the first time in weeks, maybe like a month could lost, lost it immediately. <laughs> like lost everything. I'm like talking, I'm like saying like half sentences and they're like, and yes. everyone's like Marley, what the fuck is like up right now? And I'm like, do you get paranoid? Yeah. I get really paranoid. Well, I'm kind of like always paranoid a little bit. Sometimes you don't present that. Not yeah, I'm a very, I present very confident and like secure, but I'm like, which one of you are going to murder me? After do you know that your house? eyes, <laughs> I don't know if this makes sense. Your eyes do vocal fry. Does that make sense? Have you gotten that before? Um, I've gotten like, my eyes are like very like intense. Like 
Or like I've gotten like seductress eyes. Yeah. My eyes are hot seductress girl, eyes. Hot girl eyes. Hot girl eyes. Yeah. <laughs> I, I feel like every time I'm, I similarly like if I smoke sometimes like I will just get like I'll get so lost on something so stupid when I'm like trying to do one small task and then I'll pick up my phone and be like now I've spent seven minutes on a Reddit thread like just like blah, blah, and then I'm like oh, I, all I was trying to do was get more water. Like I, I'll do the same thing where I'll just like mm-hmm. completely divert my day. Mm-hmm. But sometimes that's nice because sometimes I'm like oh I can just like get lost in this and that's okay and mm-hmm. just like waste some time and, and that's, that's okay yeah and but that's okay wait we were talking oh wait we're talking about raw dogging raw, raw dogging, dogging life. life yeah raw dogging here's the life. thing and i'm not trying to i don't think the medication is bad for creativity i don't think i that. Do. do okay i do think that <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna ask me. i don't think that I'm i was sedated for two years yeah i, I was really sedated for two years i was like i want to write i mean i was also in la and that place is like I want to write. I want to write. People are like, I just want to dance. You're like, I just want to write. <laughs> Please, I just want to write. Um, no, but I was also in LA, and like, I think that's also where creativity goes to die. Uh. And so it's kind of just like the best of both worlds, meaning the worst of both worlds, where I'm yeah. like sedated on this medication, and I'm like not feeling like complete anxiety for the first time in my entire life. And it's like, yeah, I'm in Los Angeles, and nothing is funny or fun. Yeah. Shout out to that whole country over there. <laughs> yeah. Shout out to okay, sunny so Los Angeles. Bur- Laz- what was it? Burr's Lasman? Laz Berman? Bur- Claire Danes is Los Angeles. <laughs> Claire Danes is Los Angeles. <laughs> Wait. So about Claire Danes is Los Angeles. <laughs> can you say it so it can be a you quote? <laughs> Claire Danes is Los Angeles? Yes. <laughs> with a question mark. Uh, yes. Now it's a Marley Los question. Angeles? With a question mark. Um, okay. And so for the boys at home, a lot of our boys are for sure on meds, I can tell. And <laughs> I'm undoubtedly, and I just want them to, what scares me is not meds. And I think it's, okay. I have a question. Yes. Yeah. So when you say boys at home, like, do you have like something that you can tell like what genders are listening? Like, Not how, at like, all. We insight? call everybody the oh, boys because no. they're part of our boys club. No, that's so true. I just like wish I could know exactly who I'm talking to. It's totally. like, am I speaking to gay guys we right now? We don't know. No. no. We think. <laughs> well, I'm not anti-meds. I just feel like you and I are that's our creator. Yeah. <laughs> it's no, no, no. Scary. Come here with just me and you. Just I'm just doing the emails, apparently. Yeah. Keeping it, keeping this ship afloat. <laughs> I get nervous about, we know how to create the way we are. And I'm not saying that it would creatively be bad to be on meds. You're inviting a new person into the room a little bit where you're like, well, I know how to write this way. I don't know what that would look like. And there is a fear that it yeah. would just rattle things. Not that it would be better or worse. It would just be different. I hear that. I think a lot yeah. of creative people have that issue where they're like not, you know, exactly what you're saying. Like, you know how to be creatively generative with the what's going on in your head and like the way that you're interacting with the world. And if yeah. that were to be subdued in some way, I could see that would be really hard. Yeah, I think it's like a need where it's like, oh, when I'm not on meds and like I'm raw dogging, it's like, no, I need to get this out. Totally. Like, I have yeah, yeah, to yeah. be like a horny granny right now. <laughs> I have to be a horny granny right now or else, you know, but it's like when I'm on meds, it's like. I just want to sit here and smoke weed and watch. I don't want to say it again because I don't want to get you going. But <laughs> can I um, say psycho? I think listening to music has the effect of being on meds to me, and it makes me not creative. What music? All of it. I love Taylor Swift's "Lover" 2019, maybe 18. I was listening to Taylor Swift on the ride back to New York. Wait, what? I'm album? new. Um, just I'm new. everything. I'm new. Have you done "Lover"? <laughs> I have done Lover. I'm really or the into song. Lover. I'm so into Lover right now. Yeah, she's she's really she has a lot of songs and they have a lot of lyrics in them mm-hmm. and they're very like general and so it's like if you're going through any emotional thing, whether it be a breakup <clears throat> or going off meds <clears throat> or moving to a new city, <clears throat> it's just kind of <laughs> like oh, I could find myself in any single one of these songs and I could bring my tears I bring myself to tears in any single one of these songs. Yeah. But it's not who I would usually listen to. I would listen to probably like ass shaking music. Okay. That's cool. kind of like what calms me down. Do you like Boy Genius or any of the its members? I I like them. I like how they're ripping their shirts off on stage. <laughs> yes, and making out with each other. Yeah, it's like I want to see them in Madison Square Garden so badly. I'm sorry, but there's 14 year olds there, right? <sighs> That's like who goes. I'm bummed about that. Do you like Muna? Yeah. I love Muna. Well, we went to, I saw Phoebe Bridgers last. Yeah, I do. I saw Phoebe Bridgers last summer. I do like Muna. Summer 2022, I think. Yeah. In and it park. was like, and it was mostly adults, but there were fully 16 year olds standing next to us. And that's, it's hard to enjoy the concert mm-hmm. when there are teens next to you. Cause it's like, you're being annoying and loud. Totally. And totally. I don't want to see you. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I only want to see adults. Yeah. So I don't know, but I feel like Madison Square Garden, I mean, maybe it'll be 
thousands of 14 year olds but yeah. I, I hope it's uh, I like I w- them all I, know, I like I all see of them, them so badly I like Phoebe yeah I love I met her <gasps> once wow. well it's like not that crazy it was actually at Taylor Swift era she in a mood what yeah wait oh god yeah wow well because my friend is signed to her label and so we went to the VIP Claude no. Claude yeah I saw Claude in public I've actually I've run into them now in, in more social settings and whatever but I one time saw them on the street and I just went I love your music and they were like thanks <laughs> I was like I feel like, like I just uh, made them very uncomfortable too. But yeah, I know I always want to be like what's up yeah. we're the same but I just yeah anyway I love Claude yeah big, me too big fan I saw them in last September as well loved that concert in the show where? At their own show. They did, uh, oh, fuck, where were they? Uh, what's that venue? Elsewhere. They were at Elsewhere. Oh, yeah, yeah. I've heard of that venue. With Phoebe. <laughs> New to New York. I've heard of it. Yeah. I've heard of it. I, off yeah, obsessed. With Phoebe Nice. Yeah. <sighs> good. Fuck. Damn I mean, it. Yeah. I want to meet I mean, somebody. just like extremely hot and cool. Yeah. Talk and about. that's when we met Paul Rudd, and then famously that video right. was filmed at my apartment. No way. Mm-hmm. Wait, that's sick. Wait. Yeah. What video? The Paul Rudd Claude video. Did you not see that? For their new album, they have Paul Rudd in one of the music videos because the song's called Paul Rudd, right? Well, there's or a different song called Paul Rudd. But he's in a different But one? he's in a different music cool. video. Wait, yeah. you're see Eras. You saw Eras in LA? No, no, in in New Jersey. Oh, cool. Matt I was about to say New York, but Matt then I was like, No, I saw it in Jersey. Yeah, it was I was not a Swifty. I was honestly dreading it. I was dreading going because I was like, oh, I'm gonna be with a bunch of 14-year-olds. Like this is going to be horrible. And obviously it was an amazing day and I had so much fun, but, and now like I've been kind of hooked a little bit. You've been pilled. You've been Taylor pilled. Yeah, no, I've been Taylor pilled. <sighs> That's the problem with this yeah. podcast too. We're trying to, we're trying to Taylor pill, but cause you're a big, you're a big Swifty. Are you? I have got, he's Taylor pilled me. Who do you listen? You listen to boy genius. I like boy genius. I listen to kind of a lot of things. My favorite artist right now I've been recently listening to is an artist called little Sims. She's a mm-hmm. rapper from England. Know. You know, her. she's coming yeah. in October. I really want to see her. So I've been listening to a lot of her recently, but I listen mm-hmm. to a lot of different stuff. Big Boy Genius fan, um, but you've gotten me into Taylor because I like also similarly. I think probably some internalized misogyny and just the way that she's been talked about for our entire lives. Mm-hmm. That I was just kind of like whatever, like I'm not into Taylor Swift, blah blah blah. But then recently, be- between you, Jesse, and Maddie, I have gotten really into. It. Like, I mean, I don't listen to her all the time, but when I do, I'm like, she's a freaking hit machine. Yeah, she really is. And so when you say like I'm into Boy Genius, like what do you you like the music? Like, are you are you still are you still a lesbian? Well, I like Like do you like that culture? I definitely feel like I identify like with dyke culture mm-hmm. for sure. Like because my theory is that all trans men are either dykes or fags, but and I am on the dyke half of that. That is so true. And so, they can't be bisexual. <laughs> they are that is the binary. Yeah. But like in aesthetic and vibe and, and no, all those totally. things. And just culturally. I feel like I'm more on the dyke half of that. And so I definitely connect to the them. better side. <laughs> exactly. Uh, I connect <laughs> to the so I connect to their vibe. I, I also just like love that we have like these like queer rock stars i mm-hmm. think that's really cool and i think that like so i am a fan of them just as like what they kind of stand for but i also very much like their music i'm really i feel like i like i don't know i like all their stuff i like all three of them and yeah i'm a oh big my fan God. my morning pages two days ago were just me writing it i was at 10 p.m by the way just me <laughs> writing out the lyrics to anti-curse over and over again I what do you think that that's song. about? What do you think Anti-Christ? it's about? Antichrist? Antichrist. Oh, Antichrist. I, I was like, she wrote a song called Antichrist. Okay, I think it's about. Yeah, that's right. I think it's about that we're all going to die. Maybe. Is that kind of the meaning of that song? Do you know it? it? It's, it's like a I Julian song, but it's boy genius. Uh, I'm not sure. I'm a Julian. Oh, it's boy, freak. Ge- oh, it's boy genius. You like not Julian? I think hot. Super hot. I feel like you definitely sense. connect because, I mean, she's. <laughs> she, I'm fucked up. Well, no, because she's a. She's a recovering, like. Substance abuse stuff. Brad. So she talks about that, and she's gay. So I feel like See, that hits you, you on two. Yeah, that hits you on two notes there. I'm an alcoholic. Don't you even know? <laughs> so Actually, you think that I'm was simple. on my list? <laughs> Are you sober? It was a boys' club that I'm not a okay. part of. <laughs> <laughs> it's alcoholic. It's not even fun. <laughs> I'm just every day. I feel like I wake up and I'm abusing. I love that because people know so much about alcohol, and I'm like, I don't know anything. It's like I'll take the lightest beer you got. Yeah, yeah, I and, hear that. And like I at your s- show, I got a Corona. I was like, I don't know, what dude. I'm always doing that. I'm like, oh, Corona, please. And then there, I just like, I have no good order. I don't know how to be yeah. at the bar. Like I just said earlier, I don't even know how to get drugs out of sight of this city. So, yeah. So you literally went off meds, moved across the country. Is actually the end of the story. Yeah. Well, That's I incredible. actually moved. I went through a breakup. I no moved across the country, went through a breakup, went off my meds, quit weed. Wait, what? <sighs> breakup before the move? After the move? Because of the move? 
kind of Timelines are tough. I it's mean, come on. Breakups are not a singular day. We all know It was that. like I quasi got broken up with like three days before I was going to move. And then it was like. <sighs> That's tough. <laughs> and then it was like, no, I made a mistake. I made a mistake. And then I moved. And then I was like, absolutely not. Yeah. So, yeah. Long distance is hard. Long distance is hard. And I feel like moving to a new city, if you're already looking for like new stuff, it feels natural to be looking for new stuff everywhere. Yeah, the thing is about this city, it is like the perfect place to probably go through a breakup. Yeah, because you're always freaking busy, and there's a million people. And there's so many hot people everywhere. Yeah. I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. Mm-hmm. You know. And I don't know how new. I don't know how LA. I don't know anything really about LA, and I definitely don't know how much of like a trans or queer scene they have there. But it feels like, at least in the comedy world, like there's so many trans people in New York, and I feel like I've gotten to know so many just being in the city. Too many. <laughs> Some could say too many. Well, it's like funny. It's like I'll do some shows where I'm like, oh, it's like a trans show. And I'm like, you know, like want to find my community. And I was like, somehow this does not feel like my community. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout out to I, everyone. <laughs> but I'm like, oh, like I moved here. I was like, I want to be around trans people more. And then mm-hmm. it's like, I'll be around a bunch of trans people sometimes. And I'm like, where the fuck am I? Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, it's a testament to the fact that it's one thing we have in common and it can be the only yeah. thing we have in common. And mm-hmm. that's, you know, fine too. But and that's beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. That's it beautiful. actually is good to have some trans people that you're not going to be friends with because yeah. it's like we should have that many out and about and trying to connect, I guess. Yeah. Exactly. There's a Taylor Swift lyric that I feel like relates to this. And it's like, about <laughs> the only thing we even have in common is that we're both in this small town, but she says it mm-hmm. in this beautiful way. All we have in common now is a small town. Yeah. Well, yeah. So she, she is very sings about small town. And so I grew up in a very small town in Western mass. And so I was, was it coming, called? what is it called? Lennox. Go on. <laughs> Shout out to Lennox. Um, and I watch a lot of, house hunters and they go to places like that yeah. but they're gonna say housewives because they definitely go to that too and, and housewives the berkshires <laughs> um but yeah it's just like i feel like now in like this girlhood like the past couple of years it's mm-hmm. like all these things that i didn't really get which is like you know taylor swift where it's like oh like i'm like hormonally like a teenage girl and like yeah. i am like sobbing like i'm like leaving my small town like feeling all these feelings like yeah. doing all these things and i'm like <laughs> <laughs> like she gets it she does get it yeah and so it is cool to see that i mean i was sobbing at you're so not invited to my bat mitzvah starring adam sandler <laughs> and his two daughters wait i have to see that i've heard only good things it's really awesome but i was like sobbing that like i didn't have an experience of like being embarrassed about having a pad when I was 13. Yeah. And I was like, girl, you don't want, you didn't want that. <laughs> but it's like, it is like, it is like a lot of grief yeah. in a lot of ways. Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting. Grief is like a weird, not a weird, but like a, I feel like it's a part of the trans experience people don't really talk about so much because you're, ki- especially like, because there's so much negative, you know, talk from like crazy people online and on the news and everything that like you're supposed to be like, I love everything about this and there's only good things and I love who I am and I feel good about myself and I'm going to be like a strong presence in the Mm -hmm. face of all this. But like I know I've talked a lot with my therapist about like the grief of losing like your girlhood and Mm -hmm. losing out on like the Mm -hmm. connections with women and just like how that is going to evolve over the, as I like continue to be on certain things. And I'm sure similarly, like for you, like, like thinking about certain things, all kinds of stuff that you like did or don't relate to from your past or like, Mm -hmm. you know, it's just, it's a weird thing. And like you, there's seems like there's no space to be talking about that grief. Yeah, no, totally. I think what's interesting is like, there's also parts where I feel like as I transition, I was like more accepting of like, my boyishness speaking yeah. of boys club like my like that sort of like play or yeah like that, that i was like wanted to be like so distant mm-hmm. and then i was like one time like oh i'm like girl now yeah it's like oh no i can play all these sports like i can do that like yeah. i can do all of these things and like you know that's okay like i don't have to i can kind of regain these things that i thought I was going to lose maybe. Mm-hmm. I totally hear that. Cause I've uh, speaking of Taylor Swift, I've similarly feel like when I was growing up, like those types of like women pop stars that girls really liked. I was like, for whatever, I just like would distance myself, but I didn't know why. And I couldn't really like figure out why I couldn't connect with that kind of stuff. But now like over the last two years, when I, as I've like been myself and like becoming and going through this, like my transition and everything, I'm like, Oh, I similar thing. Like I can love Taylor Swift as a boy. And then that feels like, Oh, now I know how to connect to this. Even if it's like, 
I don't know. It just like is like you, you just have permission to be yourself mm-hmm. fully and in the ways that you want to be. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, I mean, totally. I guess that's very obvious. Yeah, but, but that's um, like kind of me in like One Direction, Justin yeah. Bieber, on my Tumblr, uh, naked male celeb, <laughs> looking up all of them. <laughs> yes, now I'm gross. kind of it's a fake though. Yeah, <laughs> not the one I have. <laughs> Um, yeah, what about you and your transition? <laughs> your sober journey can be the can be your version of that, I guess. Wait, I think we're in trouble for this, but I probably won't. Can I compare it to, um, what was I just thinking? Okay, Taylor Swift didn't make sense to me until I went through a really sad breakup, and then I suddenly started loving it, but I'm not exactly. saying those are the same thing. Well, of course. Because I'm it's... a podcaster, <laughs> but I'm obsessed with connection, and <laughs> I used to be like my main identity was alcohol and I was obsessed with alcohol medium media anything was about addiction I was like this is for me and then when I went got was so sad about this breakup it was like crazy and it was just so stupid and but, but valid and I was like now suddenly that's my main thing is like yeah I went from being and a sober recovering alcoholic was like obsessed with that type of like those stories to being like, I'm actually just had my heart broken. And now I'm like, obsa- I'm like, <laughs> like obsessed with anything related to that. And I still feel like I'm kind of in that where I'm like mm-hmm. that part of Taylor Swift really speaks to me. No, it is like, it is. It's so nice to be like obsessed about something. And it's like, I have so many feelings. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, like this going through my first like relationship breakup was insane. But then it's like, everyone's like, Oh, you know, like it'll like you'll meet somebody else and like then you'll just like it'll get better. And it's true. Yeah. Blocked him on everything. Have a new crush. <sighs> See you later. See ya. New crush. That's an elect that's an electric feeling. It's awesome. New crush. Texting. But with this Instagram raw dog like neurodivergent mind, it yeah. gets a little bit too kooky sometimes. You get a little wild. Like, <laughs> <laughs> obsessive. <laughs> yeah, obsessive. Compulsive, I one might say. <laughs> about like that would be that's me when I I'm the same way. Always checking things. Always, it's I would do so this thing. Fun, though. My I mom know. was talking about chain like thinking about like instead of like if it's like oh i'm so anxious like da 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 which is like turning anxious anxious into like excitement where it's like no i'm actually really excited about that yeah cuz it's like anxiety could go to like oh well it's like all these expectations and like it's like going to happen and i'm going to have my heart broken again or like whatever whatever it's like i have this show where it's like no it's actually you're just like excited yeah like what if you're just like excited isn't that beautiful it is a good reframe <laughs> yeah reframe excitement i'm so excited to do this podcast right now <laughs> i'm like <laughs> Were you so anxious, anxious about this? Um, actually, not that much. Just because I was like, oh, we're going to be like chilling in a house. Yeah. I think I was like, is there AC? But then I was like, I was going to We got it rolling. Yeah, we got it rolling. Best we can. Best we um, can. <laughs> yeah, no, I think like any, I mean, I get, I, I didn't feel that much anxiety before I was in. Like when I had like the mic down, I was like, God. I just need to pick that thing up and I need to talk into it. Like, I think just like it's the waiting, the waiting like gets me where that's why I'm like chronically early where it's like, I'm going to take a train 30 minutes early. I love you know, it's like for 20 minutes about Hilly Bieber and wouldn't let you talk. I'm sorry. The first I'm podcast I ever did, I didn't know who to be. So I got on and I was like, what's up, bitch? Like, <laughs> was like, this, like gay guy. It was these yeah. two straight girls. And I was, it was Anna Dickinson who I'm shouting out because I fucking love her. And then my sober sister. And I was just like, oh my God. <laughs> yeah. I'm not saying it's so far from my reality. It's just like really leaned hard into that. I like that. Yeah. I no. went to Fire Island this weekend. Oh so my it kind god! Of feels really like oh home already. Oh my god! Yeah, I went with our friend CV. Yes, I was so jealous. Yeah, uh, I know. I wish you would have came. I know. I was out of town. We were in uh, Maddie and I went to Boston to visit her parents, so we were oh, out of town. Nice. Yeah. Did you stay overnight? No, I was like going to. to there was like a moment. <laughs> there was a moment where I was like maybe going to, and then like, like um, CV like left and. Like they went to the beach and I stayed with the boys and then we like went to this pool party and like my, he's probably listening to this, but my Australian stalker was there. This uh. like guy who like, um, 
like I was at some festival and he's like, Molly, Molly. Oh my God, it's Molly. Oh my God, you're like the biggest celebrity to me. You're like the biggest celebrity. I was like, <laughs> okay, incredible dialect. I know. Oh, thank you so much. Well, it's seared into my brain. Yeah. Um, and was like saying crazy things about my uh. friends and like, just like, yeah, I love your friend Grace. Like, I'm going to like, you know, like I'm stuck her. Like, I, like insane Oh my stuff. goodness. And then like took a picture with me. I look at my DMs. He's like, Oh, I didn't realize you 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 had like this few followers. I was uh, like, that's fucked. I was like, I thought you were like so much more famous. I was like, thought um, you were a bigger fan. Apparently, yeah. you would know these things. And also, it's like he's drip like ketamine. Ketamine uh, is dripping down the left. Cocaine is dripping down the right. Right, of nostril. Course. And like, and so then he was at, of course, at this one. I stepped out of this house for one second. There he was. Uh, like I was trying to, and then he's like. Molly, oh my God, like nose, like dripping yeah. down again. And I was like, you got something on your nose. Was it a mansion? <laughs> it was, it was, yeah, it was nice. I'm All sh- the houses I went to were very nice. Okay. I am obsessed with Fire Island and I really wanted to go, but I'm kind of maybe have broken up with it in my mind, but we were going to go for a day. Do you want to come with us? I, um, only for a day. Wait, when? Like this year or next We're going to go this year for a day. Are we? Please. We got to make plans. I we I know. I've I, only been for a day trip. I went to Doll Invasion, which was like the party, oh, like fun. the trans party, and that was super fun. And I had a lot of fun this time too. It's just like this Australian stalker was like yeah. somehow showing me a picture of some guy's dick. Like was like you want coke and ketamine? And I was like, <laughs> no, thank you. It's like Wait, yours do definitely has been now. Know. Uh, they I think I've always done that. Maybe stop doing that. And then he was like, I was like, I need like I'm gonna go. And he's like, Molly, don't like. I'm, don't make me follow you. Don't make me follow you, Molly. No. And then I like found, I thought like CV had left because I had their location and I was like, oh my God, like I'm going to have to sleep here. And then we ran into each other and I was like almost like in God tears. send Jesus yeah. Christ. And then we like watched the sunset and went oh. back to the house and it was uh. just beautiful. And the guys that were there, they were so fun and so lovely and so nice. But the first time I went was like all trans people. And this yeah. time it was definitely like, what gay it usually guys. is. Yeah, yeah what, <laughs> gay guys. <laughs> maybe this was Fire Island. What I envisioned Fire Island being, like, maybe it was actually here the entire time. And <laughs> what, community and love? I get, yeah. Dancing. I sex. do, I want to go at some point. I feel like we have to go at some point. I, we should make plans for next summer where, so we can actually, like, go for a couple days. I feel like every time I think about it, I'm like, it's got to already be booked. I bet it's already booked. Yeah, you got to book it, like, years yesterday. In yeah, literally. I yeah. always feel like I'm 10 minutes too late. Always. Okay, if you're at home and you're listening to this and you have a house on Fire Island or access to a bedroom or a broom closet, <laughs> then like please know that like we would love to go and experience that and it's really important to me and if I can't go I'll die. <laughs> the thing is so people there are actually like very like uppity about like like people staying at houses like sleeping on a floor sleeping on a couch like they don't like that they don't really like that weird yeah it's like really like i'll do sex stuff like just like <laughs> no that's <laughs> the thing i mean people come and like you're like they don't have plans like this guy definitely australian man definitely didn't he's like i was like do you have a, like where are you staying he's like I don't know, like, maybe I'm just gonna, like, fuck Wait, some guy. why do I like Fire Island? Everything you just said, I hate it. I don't <laughs> like ketamine, I don't like cocaine, I don't like people without a plan, I don't like any of that. <laughs> it's like, also, it's like, if you're, not, do this if you're not gay guy, it's like, CB was like, yeah, like, they're just like, like, people are just like mean, like, they're just like rude, like, they are a ghost. Yeah. Like, okay, I was at this going. party, it was like a ghost. No, totally. I feel like it, it is yeah. like the epitome of like the cis me- gay men, like just kind of if you're not that vibe, they're not. This was such a you. reframe for me. I actually think I maybe mentally have. If you want to go to Fire Island, give it two weeks. Like maybe you, <laughs> maybe it'll pass or a year. We'll <laughs> go, go for the day. Go yeah. for the day. The day is beautiful. We can go to the day. We can watch sunset. We can take that boat back. <laughs> it's great. We also have to go to Cherry Grove. Like that is like a cute course. Yeah. Folklore. I know. I want to go where the lesbians are. That's where they yeah. are, right? Yeah. I want to go where, where the lesbians are. Okay. So our last question for you <laughs> is okay. what's a boys club <laughs> that you're trying to see in the world that you're okay. fixing to see in the world? <laughs> so when I was writing, I just wrote um, cottage cheese. My dad. <laughs> So we got two members already. <laughs> Who else wants to join? <laughs> I Matt Maddie loves cottage cheese. I think it's okay. tasteless we and weird, but it's I support that's you. That's like the haters. Okay, that's why it's Marley's like here. Marley's here to make a case. Yeah. So well, I actually I say that, but I also haven't eaten it in maybe <laughs> like seventeen years because I I do think that my mom um, Munchausen by proxied me with dairy. 
that's so that's like you know gypsy rose like sick my mom like convinces me that i'm sick cool. okay and like convinced me that i have a da- dairy allergy shout out to my mom <laughs> um but i like did when i was younger and yeah then, like i like grew out of it i guess and then i was like eating dairy eating dairy and i was like cottage cheese like oh my god this shit's so good and then it I had like a stuffed nose for about two years straight. So I stopped eating gluten and dairy for like maybe 12, 13 years. And then recently this past year, I started eating dairy again. So I just had it at, at the soccer tournament. T for Fuck T, yeah. three for three soccer Shout tournament. Out. Out. cheese there? No, no, I had a cheese stick. Uh. <laughs> Imagine. <laughs> oh, curdle. I guess in it's be- already curdled. In between the game, just yeah. throwing back some cottage cheese. With yeah. pepper, you put pepper on it. I think I just had it straight up. My dad used to put pep on it when I was a kid. I think it would be good with anything. Apparently, though. it's good with um, cantaloupe. That's what I've heard. Cantaloupe. I would. The thing is, I like weird texture things. Yeah. Like I am like a, I'm a freak like that. Like, <laughs> I like mucus. Like I wish everything was an oyster texture. <laughs> <laughs> I want to be like totally. slurping mucus whenever I eat. I love. I love oysters. I, I love know. oysters. Should, All right. Uh, should we uh, plug your socials or anything coming up before we wrap? Sure, I should just say them. Yeah, well, yeah. So let's see. My so well, they flash across trans- the screen. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, a non-existent screen. This is in your mind, <laughs> you are going to follow me at Transports Girl at Marley's Mind at Marley Goddard, all on Instagram. Yes, all accounts are incredible. Definitely follow them. Yeah, and um, yeah, she's uh, she's incredible. You've been on our show. You've been. On, you'll be on some other shows. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be awesome. Can I come back to the show? Anytime. Yeah. yeah. Anytime. I need to come back when I'm like not like, <laughs> like I need to. <laughs> and Connor will I not. I need to do it. Will, well, actually, you can come back with your uh, your ENFJ questions. No. <laughs> Next time I see you at a show, I'll be like, how are you? Yeah. <laughs> you like, I'm active listening. I'm practicing active listening. <laughs> can you I do anything for you? Yeah. And I'm going to be like, yeah, get on your hands and knees. Go get me a drink. <laughs> <laughs> There's actually no worse place to be when you're in like mentally just all over the place than a tight bar show that is loud and about to start and being like, where the fuck is the green room? And then, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, the we show all... went well, though. No, the show was great. And you yeah. fucking crushed, of course. Awesome. Um, Thanks. The best yeah. part of that show is hiding behind the curtain and looking <laughs> fucking lucky. Literally in the ACs there and everybody. Out yeah. there, it's so <laughs> hot, and I was like, "Wait, I'm not in the freaking back, yeah. yeah, not in the uh, not in the uh, talent area, mm. back in the uh, behind. Yeah, the booth. maybe you should get some talent <laughs> so you can be where the AC is. <laughs> Absolutely. All right, um, Marley, thank you so much for being on. Thanks for uh, we'll you get out of here in a smooch. One, two, three. What's up, boys at home? Thank you so much for listening to our podcast, Boys Club. Connor, where can they find you on Instagram? At Connor Janda, C-O-N-O-R. Janda is panda with a J. And you can follow me at Nico Carney, N-I-C-O-C-A-R-N-E-Y. You can follow us both at Boys Club Comedy on Instagram. Uh, and we have a live show. Our live show is at Club Coming, typically on the last Friday of the month. And it is always the two of us and some of our favorite funny people. And we'd love to see you there. Yeah, often people from the podcast. So come check those out. Uh, if you live in New York, we'd love to see you there. Bye, boys. Bye, boys.